0: Lob Talk Radio. Lob Talk
1: Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea.
0: Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am your host, Michael Voldea. Wow, was that a chopped-up introduction, wasn't it? Well, it's good to be with you. Thank you for joining us. As uh, I am uh, usually uh, predisposed, I do let you know if this program is recorded or if it's live. Uh, Today, in fact, it is a recording, but it was recorded uh, April the 15th, the year of our Lord 2021, and so it is fresh, it is very fresh. Uh, We have a lot of stuff to delve into, a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to dissect, because uh, the world is moving, uh, let's just call it, at a brisk pace. And things are escalating quite quickly. Uh, But first, uh, I would like to pass along the fact that our sponsor uh, was uh, so impressed with uh, last week's presentation that they've reached out again. Uh, In their words, and I'm not, you know what, I'm not doing this to boast. I'm not doing this uh, as, as... Uh, some sort of prideful exaltative thing but uh, in their words uh, i'm like the william hung of public service announcements uh now in case you don't know who william hung is he is a brilliant musician who rose to fame uh after performing she banged on american idol back in the early 2000s so uh, that was very flattering and i thank them very much for their kind words uh And the reason they reached out was because of all the bad press that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has been getting of late. And I was going to take the Johnson & Johnson vaccine live on the show, uh, but due to doctors strongly recommending that I go on blood thinners for six weeks before I get the jab, uh, I guess we're going to have to hold off for another time. Um, I was told to inform you that people dying of blood clots after taking the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is purely coincidental, and in no way can the connection between the two be made. Any attempt to connect deaths to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is outright racist. So uh, if, if you had harbored any ill will or feelings towards the j and j jab thinking that you know uh even lumpy gravy tastes good so you know why not make your heart work a little extra get a couple of blood clots see if the old ticker's up to par uh but you know if if uh you you have questions if you have reservations if perchance uh, you look at people's skin falling off, uh, healthy people dying of strokes, uh, blood clots and whatnot, uh, and, and and you query to thyself, uh, should I go forward with this seeing as I'm likely to survive the episode if I do contract the virus uh, if I'm under 100, and uh, just thinking that. Just contemplating that reality, that, that science and the numbers back up, uh, I'm, I'm sad to inform you, makes you a racist. So it's no longer about public health. It's about racism because, well, everything is about racism right now. Even roads are racist. Do you understand this? Everything. If you have milk in your coffee, you're a racist just just throwing it out there. so uh, back back to our sponsor because uh, you know I, I like them to get their money's worth. Uh, one source did reach out to me and said, "Hey, if you think our stuff is bad, wait till you see what the other guys cooked up uh, and of course, that was referring to the other two vaccines that you have to get twice and now they're talking about boosters every six months, because there's nothing like putting chemicals uh, into your body that don't have FDA approval, just, you know, emergency use, uh, because that's that's how you stay a patriot, and you stay anti-racist. So uh, they did offer to jab me with a placebo, in their words, like, quote-unquote, they've done with some other high-profile individuals. And again, I was flattered because they referred to me as a high-profile individual. I don't like to toot my own horn, but on a good week, we get upwards of like 300 people listening to this show. So it's a banger. I mean, you know, some of you have been with us for a while, and you got in on the bottom floor, but, man, we're skyrocketing. I mean, we're going to push 400 at some point. So, yes, um, apparently uh, uh, some high-profile individuals uh, did opt to, you know, just for virtue signaling and whatnot, take a placebo. But I'm a man of integrity, and I said no. Uh, If I'm going to die trying to make a point defending, you know, billion-dollar drug companies who care not a whit for the welfare of the individual – but see this as like the biggest cash cow to ever roll across their desk, well, so be it. Integrity intact. Just remember, you're risking contracting. Well, no, because even people that got the jab are still getting COVID. But you're, you're, you're risking contracting a malady that most people have to get tested to discover that they have. And those that show symptoms have a 99.8 chance of surviving. So this is nothing to joke about. This is nothing to take lightly. Because I I see people, you know, I mean, they're, they're driving in their car without a mask, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, you're just a risk taker, aren't you? And, I mean, even the single mask is, is you know, rolling the dice. I'd, if I were, you know, double masking then saran wrap around your face, in your own car, by yourself, that, that may work, but chances are it won't, just like the vaccines that people are getting because, well, the propaganda is just unrelenting. Everywhere you turn, radio, TV. I know we're all trying to stay safe, and you should get your shot when it's your turn. Uh, and why, why is it that it's either a, a black person with a heavy, you know, uh, Ebonics tint that does these commercials, or somebody that sounds like an absolute hick from, from like, Kentucky? Uh, there, there's another question for you. But I don't want to harp on this for the rest of the program because they're not paying me that much. So uh you know, uh, it's I mean, you can get blood clots from anything, really. So why not get them from the Johnson and Johnson vaccine? There you go that's that's my that's my spiel. Uh, but uh there 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 have been some very interesting news items of late. Excuse me while I sip my beverage. This is, this is the treat that I get myself every time uh, I, I do the program. It's uh, coffee from a local coffee shop, and it's good. It's very good. It, it's not like, you know, the stuff that sits around for six months and you, you're wondering why it tastes like grit. This, this is they, – they actually, uh, you know, uh, they – what do you call it? They do their own beans, whatever. You know what I mean. So this is the treat every time I record the program. So uh, I love you so much, I go out of pocket to do the program because it's like $2.80 for a large cup of coffee. It's ridiculous. But there's no such thing as inflation. If if you're seeing prices rise, it's because you're racist. So just remember that. Uh, You're not allowed to point out the elephant in the room. Uh, You're not allowed to point out the fact that the emperor has no clothes. Because anything that contradicts the narrative, anything that contradicts Marxism and socialism is racist. And I have the very sneaking suspicion, I have this this bad feeling in the pit of my stomach, that by calling people who have no racist tendency racist nonstop, by... um, how do you say applying the law unequally, where if somebody uh, you know burns and loots and, 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 and does all manner of things under the umbrella of the approved narrative, uh, they're given a pass. But if somebody sneezes while uh, crossing the street, well, then death penalty for you. You're racist. Why did you sneeze? I want to talk about this because I found it hilarious. I found it very funny. Uh just just in case you thought that the Grifters and the Charlatans uh were only among televangelists. Uh it is not true. Because apparently, uh the the Black Lives Matter co founder, Patrice Kahn cullors uh, purchased what, like like four homes, multi-million dollar real estate buying spree? Uh, yes, that is a train. It's a very slow train. And apparently uh, the arms on the tracks aren't working right, so I guess he thought he'd honk his horn incessantly or whatever you call that thing. To make sure that nobody was trying to rush home and, you know, get hit by a train that was going three miles an hour. Uh, But yes, apparently, uh, race baiting does have uh, an upside. It it is profitable for those at the top, as they say. As protests broke out across the country in the name of Black Lives Matter, the group's co-founder went on a real estate buying binge. Of course she did. What, did you only think there were grifters in, in, in Christendom? Did you only think that televangelists uh, fleeced people? Nay, nay. Because I I know, it's all, oh she's a true believer, look at that. Well, first of all, if you're a Marxist and you're buying multiple properties, you don't really believe in Marxism, do you? But that's the thing with people that have very little ability other than, you know, race baiting or uh, poverty pimping. They understand inherently that they can't succeed at anything else in life. So it's not that she's a true Marxist, because if she were, why'd you buying houses? $3.2 million in the U.S. alone. This woman who has absolutely... No discernible qualification or gifting other than spouting off nonsense. Had $3.2 million to put down on homes just in the U.S. because, you know, she's expanded. You got vacation homes in the Bahamas. What? What? Because, you know, race pimping's hard. You've got to take time. I know. See, and some of you are going to write me, I can't believe you went there. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not just going to sit on my hands and watch this entire country disintegrate. I'm not going to be guilted into thinking I'm racist when I know I'm not, while communists are pushing their agenda to the utmost. By the way, rising Phoenix people... They're trying to give statehood to Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. I know, the further down the phoenix is, the higher it's going to rise. Between looking for a rising phoenix and looking to the sky to UFOs, there's no wonder we're here. I know, I, I hit the alien people again. Oh, my. We're looking skyward every day while everything around us is falling apart. Mm -hmm. And even if they were coming, even if there was a fleet of Star Wars-like spaceships just descending, what could you do about it? I, I learned early on in life not to fret over things I can't control. See, me speaking truth Not my truth, like Oprah likes to say, but the truth. There's one truth. Stop with the nonsense. Well, this is my truth. Your truth is retarded. Patrice conn colors, 37, young lady, saw a niche. She did. But now she's shelling out $3.2 million in the U.S. alone. for high-end homes. She bought four in America.
1: Uh,
0: She even eyed property in the Bahamas at an ultra-exclusive resort where Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods both have homes. These are people that earned their money because they had a skill. Tiger Woods, amazing on the golf course. Won the Masters how many times? Endorsement deals, just left and right. Because he was a man of a certain particular skill that he could monetize. Explain to me, other than race pimping, what is Patrice Concullors' skill that she can look at property in ultra-exclusive resorts that Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods have homes in? Because I know what Justin Timberlake's thing was, but he was like a Mickey Mouse kid. You know, after, I guess, being raped by Disney execs, he got a music deal and got paid a lot of money to keep his mouth shut. I know, see, I'm starting to sound more and more like Alex Jones, but you're starting to realize more and more that Alex Jones was right about a lot of things. And and that's the scary dichotomy, isn't it? I, I, I feel as though I'm on the edge. But when I look at the situation objectively, I realize that it's true. It's real. This is where we are. Luxury apartments and townhouses at the beachfront Albany Resort Outside NASA are priced between 5 and $20 million, according to a local agent. This woman's not done. Spent $3.2 million in the U.S. alone, but she still got a fat wallet, fat wallet. Why? Because she exploited the pain of her own people. Call it what it is. Stop trying to, it's racist to point it out. Why is it racist to point it out? I don't dislike her because she's black. I dislike her because she's a greedy pig who took advantage of people's pain, who exploited people's pain. The self-described Marxist last month purchased a $1.4 million home on a secluded road a short drive from Malibu in Los Angeles. The 2,370-square-foot home features soaring ceilings, skylines, and plenty of windows. Of course, let the sun shine in. Let the sun shine in. But if it shines too bright, even the sun can be racist. Look, we, we've come a long way from the civil rights movement, haven't we? Because let's be honest, I know... I know I, I know a couple of you at least, a handful. I've met you in person. I know you listen to this program. I know you're black. You're my brothers in Christ, and I love you to death. But can we be honest about what's going on in this country and how how race is being used to cover a multitude of sins by the race pimps? While the neighborhoods are just as impoverished? While kids are still killing kids? While drugs are still being dealt? While apparently somebody waited for another shooting to loot the dollar store? If your aspiration in life is to loot the dollar store, then may I submit that someone somewhere along the way failed you This is not the civil rights movement. There was, remember? Well-dressed church folk marching in Selma arm in arm. Martin Luther King Jr. who said, you know, the content of a man's character must supersede all else, including the color of his skin. But after that, You had the race hustlers and the poverty pimps come out, like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, who understood inherently, and this is where their genius soars, this is where their genius is actually visible. They understood that they would be men of finite accomplishment, They understood, men like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson understood that they would be relegated to living in the ghetto because they had no discernible skills, if not for race pimping. And so that's what they went into. And now you have the newly minted race hucksters. Who don't have the patience to bleed the unsuspecting for 20, 30 years. But who want it all right now, today. Gimme, 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 gimme. This woman spent $3.2 million on four homes and is looking at more. Unless you can multiply yourself and live in each home simultaneously, what's the point? So like I said, I don't dislike you because you're black. The color of your skin is irrelevant to me. I dislike you because you're a greedy pig who exploits the pain of her own people. Because at the end of the day, she's not the one getting arrested. She's not the one getting shot. She's not the one getting her business burnt down. She's looking at property next to Tiger Woods and Justin Timberlake. She's buying homes off of dirt roads out in the country near L.A. It ain't Compton, baby. She's not living in Compton, you fool. Think on that one for a while. But there's a lot more to get to because, you know, as the kids like to say, when it rains, it pours. So uh, let's go to this. We're we're, going to do international affairs first. Uh, Then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about apparently all this skinny-jean Wearing uh, evangelicals are losing their religion. And not even not even persecution yet. So dwell on that for a second. Nobody's th- threatening to throw them in prison. Nobody's threatening to, to slice off their head or hang them on a cross. And they're all losing their religion. Oh, my. They... And why do they feel the need to make announcements? I am no longer a Christian. Were you ever? I, I, I guess if they were Calvinists, you know, that's, that's the catch-22. Well, they were never Christian to begin with. I'm sorry. Uh, this guy we're going to be talking about, he, he actually wrote. He actually wrote for John Piper's outfit. So, I don't know, you know? It's kind of hard to explain away, well, he was never saved to begin with. Then then what's he doing writing spiritual matters for your sheeple, Mr. Piper? But we're going to get to that, because apparently John Piper's son's in on the gig, too, and he's just filleting his dad. And I'm sad to hear that. I really am. Look, some of the some of the... Most disturbed individuals I've ever met in life were PKs, pastor's kids. And the way you get really, really bitter and really, really bad is seeing inconsistency in the life of, of your parents, your grandparents, whoever it was. When there's inconsistency in the attitude, when there's inconsistency in the character Uh, between pulpit and home, ah, it it, it always ends up nasty. But let's get to this first, because, you know, Joe Biden saved us. Here we are. Everyone's happy with more money in their pocket. The world can live as one, and peace can reign forevermore. Russia vows response to any illegal U.S. sanctions. Russian officials are threatening to retaliate for sanctions the U.S. is reportedly planning to implement against the country in the coming days. Uh, Would you happen to know why uh, uh, Mr. Pudding Diaper is planning on uh, sanctions? It is because the Russians are amassing army on Ukraine border. And um, it's going to get hot. It's going to be bad, kids. It's going to be bad. There's no way of sugarcoating this. There's no joke I can make about it. It's just going to be bad. Because the Russians realize that the worst the U.S. is going to do is sanctions. And they don't care much about sanctions at this point. The Kremlin on Thursday called any new U.S. sanctions illegal and warned they would decrease the likelihood of a meeting between President Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin. You know what? I would Honestly, I would pay like pay-per-view to see a meeting between, uh, uh, my name is Joe, and I beat up, who did I beat up? I beat up somebody. Oh, yeah, I, I remember. I forgot again. i got my rusty chain so i would i would pay to see a meeting between president biden and vladimir putin that would oh 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 lordy 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 we condemn any intentions to impose sanctions consider them illegal and in any case the principle of reciprocity operates in this area Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said, according to Reuters. Late Wednesday night, Bloomberg reported that the Biden administration is preparing sanctions against a dozen Russians in connection with the massive solar winds hack last year. It's not even about the Ukraine. It's about hacks. And even that... Putin goes, uh-uh, no, no, Mr. Joe, go back to eating the pudding. You be quiet there, Mr. Joe. Or we know people who know people who know exactly what your son did in Ukraine, huh? We have pictures. It's not funny anymore, is it? It's, it's, it's not... Oh, here comes another train. What's with trains today? Are they backlogged or something? Well, if you've missed hearing a train whistle, here it comes again. All right, we get it. You got a train whistle. Well, there you go. I, I, I wonder if this was like their dream job when they were a kid. And, and now they just just train whistle all day. They're partially deaf already. Kind of interesting. Uh, but, but back to, to Uncle Joe, because, you know, he saved us from the big orange man. We don't see mean tweets anymore. We're living in a semi-gulag. That, that, that guy that's perma-high, Jack Dorsey and the other nerd kings, decide what you can see, what you can't see, what you can say, and what you can say. Sort of like a soft tyranny without the electrocutions, but hey, we'll get there eventually. But Joe's there. Nobody gets their feelings hurt anymore. We're, we're, we're sort of getting the feeling that it's kind of serious now, huh? It's not like, you know, that, that creepy uncle who lives in the basement and wears the pens anymore. Now it's sort of like, you know, dangerous Uncle Joe. He, he's lighting fires in the corner. Last week he attacked your Asian neighbor because he was having a flashback and he thought he was Viet Cong. Look, we, we, we need to understand that people like Vladimir Putin are not corn pop. Sorry, they just aren't. Now, I don't know if corn pop was completely fabricated or, or, or if there was. Legitimately, a man named corn pop that Mr. Robinette Biden stood up to in his younger years. But I'm willing to bet Corn Pop didn't lead Russia for decades and didn't have a black belt in jiu-jitsu and didn't uh, run the Ithius beat before he became, you know, perma-dictator of Russia. I know, Corn Pop was a bad dude, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to bad dudes, there's bad dudes and then there's bad dudes. So the Russians are threatening us uh, just for uh, saying that we're going to sanction some Russians because of a certain hack. Uh, they're, They're trying to establish dominance. This is what happens when you perceive weakness. You establish dominance over your foe, over your competition, whatever you want to call it, and right now, Mr. Putin sees an opportunity to establish dominance over monsieur Robinet uh, now i see i wasn't going to go here, but I have to because i I don't like being a wet blanket. I don't like destroying people's hope. But we, we need to, to live in reality in order to do what we need to do in, 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 in a correct time frame, I guess is the best way I can put it. Uh, some time ago, I don't, it must have been at least three, four years uh, I went on a three or four week rant on this program, trying to explain to you that it's not about Republican and Democrat; it's about nationalist and globalist. See, we we're we're still playing the Republican and Democrat game, and that that game's dead. Right now, the only game in town is globalist or nationalist. Because uh, what was it, uh, Liz Cheney? of the famous former Vice President Cheney, the man who, you know, never saw a war he didn't like, uh, came out publicly and said, even if the big orange menace is the nominee in 2024, she would not support him. Now, given that the nation is so evenly divided, it doesn't take a lot of Benedict Arnolds in your party to sway things, does it? Liz Cheney was promised a seat at the table, as was Pierre Delecto, also known as Mittens Romney. These people were promised a seat, care about you. They don't care about the citizens of this country. They don't care about America. They have bigger dreams and bigger fish to fry. It's about globalism now. You know, one world, no borders. Just imagine how happy we would be. So anyone that's still playing the Republican and Democrat game is is playing a losing game. The globalists are on the march. If they have their way, there will no longer be a sovereign United States of America. You will be subject to, I don't know, the White Hats, the UN, somebody. But you know what? When the dust settles, guess who's going to have a seat at the table at your expense? People like Liz Cheney, people like Mitt Romney, people like Paul Ryan. Yep. So, anyway, thought I'd throw that out because some people are getting hopeful. He's going to be back by August. He's not. He's not. And the propagandists are doing everything they can to destroy the reputation of anyone that seems to be a rising star, a.k.a. Ron DeSantis. Did you see the hatchet job they try to pull on the guy? Because they realize he's a form of formidable foe, and they need to clear the board, man. They need to destroy every single person that seems formidable uh, before the next elections. So, I, there's not. I honestly they there's not much good news out There's one piece of good news. I'm sorry. I, I, I retract my previous comment. There is one piece of good news. Beth Moore is off Twitter. That's about the best piece of news that you're going to hear from me today. Beth Moore has decided to take a break from Twitter because apparently uh, a lot of the cat ladies and women who you know, blew up their marriages and left their husbands and kids to pursue their queenly seats, Uh, Want a refund because now they're broke and homeless and their husbands won't take them back because, well, you know, men have pride. I I know, it's so wrong, look at that, toxic masculinity again. You know what? See, I wasn't going to go here either, but If not for feminism, a young man in Minneapolis would still be alive today. There I said it. Now let me preface by saying the following. I've known some very strong women in my life. My grandmother, my mother, my wife, all very strong and capable women. However between having my grandma or my mom or my wife next to me in a clutch when, you know, you needed to, 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 to sort of make snap decisions and do things quickly, uh, you know, unemotionally. And, and my dad or my grandpa, I'd take my dad or my grandpa every day because I know it sounds so misogynistic and toxically masculine, but they're men. Their hands didn't shake at the sign of trouble. So, you had a lady, and I'm sad for her, because she's getting charged with second-degree manslaughter. But you had a lady in, in Minnesota who believed the hype. She listened to that old song, anything you can do, I can do better, just on an endless loop, and became an, law enforcement officer and they stopped this young man he resisted arrest again he did resist arrest jumped back in his car but in this this moment of adrenaline and this rush and what's he going to pull out and all this uh the lady cop pulls a weapon and yells taser 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 then shoots the young man with a gun Very obviously not a taser. She panicked in a clutch. Would a man have done it? Mm, I'm skeptical. Not because he's a man, but we react differently to different stimuli. That's why God made man, and that's why God made woman. We react differently to different things. So it's, I guess it's, a, it's another excuse to riot and loot. But the dollar store, man, I, that just makes me sad. The dollar store, is that as far you, as your aspirations extend? Huh. All right. Now we're going to get into this. And I will posit the theory that maybe it's the skinny jeans. I don't know. But there's more and more stories of uh, young up-and-comers in Christian circles uh, losing their religion and being very vocal about it. Uh, the latest is a man by the name of Paul Maxwell. He is a former Desiring God writer. If you don't know Desiring God, Desiring God is, in fact, John Piper's outfit. He This, this man even authored a book, The Trauma of Doctrine. Oh, really? Doctrine is traumatic now. I can't believe Jesus said go and sin no more. So yes, Paul Maxwell, a former desiring God writer and the author of the book The Trauma of Doctrine, has announced he is no longer a Christian. And this is how you know everything you need to know about mr maxwell and the depth of his former theology je- what i really miss is connection with people really you miss connection with you don't miss jesus you don't miss fellowship with god you don't miss quiet time with him. You don't miss the word. You miss connection with people because your entire pursuit was not God. It was not, dare I say, desiring God. It was the aplomb and the applaud of people. What I really miss is connection with people, Maxwell said on his Instagram feed. What I've discovered is that I'm ready to connect again. And I'm kind of ready not to be angry anymore. I love you guys, and I love all the friendships and support I've built here. And I think it's important to say that I'm just not a Christian anymore. And it feels really good. I'm really happy. There you go. This man was responsible for writing thought-provoking articles for Desiring God, a.k.a. John Piper's outfit. This is a man who had no depth of knowledge regarding true intimacy with God. Because, hey, cessationism, God just doesn't do that anymore. What do you mean, feel the presence of God? No, sir. What do you mean, repent? No, sir. You know what? If my name's in a book, then my name's in a book. I can't resist it. He's going to hook me and pull me, and even if I fight it, I'll get tired. So is it the skinny jeans? Or is it the failure of doctrine? I know, doctrine is traumatic, especially for people like Paul Maxwell. But hey, don't worry, Paul. Now that you're just not a Christian anymore, you can feel great. You can do what you want to do. I can't wait to discover what kind of connection I can have with all of you beautiful people as I try to figure out what's next. Hell's next, Paul. The, the, The deep recesses thereof. Because although you were never my cup of tea, I'm sure there were some young and impressionable young people who looked up to you as they do to John Piper, who looked at you as their example of Christian fortitude and steadfastness, and whose faith will likely be shaken When they hear you spout off, hey, I'm just not a Christian anymore, and it feels really good. I love you guys. I'm in a really good... I'm sure you are, Paul. I'm sure you are. Listen to this. It's probably the best spot of my life. I'm so full of joy for the first time. I love my life. If you didn't have joy in the presence of God, if you didn't have joy in your pursuit of God, they may, may I submit you're doing it wrong, Paul, You know, there's that old joke. If you don't enjoy intimacy with your wife, then you're doing it wrong, son. It's the same thing with with, with God. If you find no pleasure in God, then you're not really seeking God. If you find no pleasure in God, then you're really not desiring God. Do you understand that? There is joyfulness... My yoke is light. That's what Jesus said. I give you peace. That's what Jesus said. But no, oh no. For the first time, for the first time, Mr. Paul Maxwell is full of joy. And he loves his life. Maxwell, who has his Ph.D. in theology and has written on the topics of theology, drama, and fitness. Well, there's a combination for you. Because if you're not fit, you can't fit in the skinny jeans. And you know, if you can't fit in the skinny jeans, then you don't look like the rock star you always wanted to be but had no talent to achieve. (sighs) So he's written on, on, on such deep and heady topics as theology, trauma, and fitness. Later followed up with a message to those who told him he's going to hell and are not really happy as a result of his rejection of Christianity. I, I'm not sending you there, Paul boy. You're, you're volunteering for the trip. I don't want to see it. Honestly, I don't because it's sad to me. But the way this guy's talking, I give it six months before an attempt at suicide. I just say, I know that you love me. I know and receive it as love. I know you care about the eternal state of my soul and you push through the social awkwardness of telling me this because you don't want me to suffer and that's a good thing. Again, this this sort of hyper exuberance, this sort of Hyper-acceptance. I've seen that in women who've left their husbands and realized they made a mistake, a big mistake, a mistake that they can't go back and fix, and then they're smiling through tears going, I'm happier than I've ever been. I am. I really am. I'm just so happy. And then two, three months down the line, they Facebook a post saying, I'm in the hospital. I had an episode. I took a little too many pills and washed them down with a bucket of wine. But I'm okay. I'm still (laughs) happy. And then, you know, three months later, anyway. And then, you know, because birds of a feather flock together, former Hillsong singer and songwriter Marty Sampson posted on Instagram, time for some real talk, y'all. I'm genuinely losing my faith and it doesn't bother me. Well, then your faith was never in God. It's Look, the whole Calvinist mindset is blowing up either way. You can't hide behind, well, then he was never really saved to begin with. You hired him to write on theology, Mr. Piper. He wrote about God, a God who seemingly he never knew, because if he really knew God, then by your theological tint, he would have never walked away or been permitted to walk away from God, because, you know... You can't. Once there, you're there. He's got you in the death grip. Well, apparently Mr. Maxwell wiggled out of the death grip. And by his own assertion, he's never been happier. In 2019, again, this is happening more and more. 2019 Joshua Harris, author of controversial Christian best-selling "I Kiss Dating Goodbye" Again. See, what I tell you, it's these people with the extreme nonsense what? Because what? You thought you figured out hiring hookers was cheaper. What are you talking about? I kiss dating goodbye. Stop, Shut up, You're an idiot. He sent a shockwave through the evangelical Christian community after he published an Instagram post announcing, I am not a Christian. Many people tell me that there is a different way to practice faith, and I want to remain open to this. But I'm not there now. Well, thank you for your honesty, Joshua Harris. Apparently you kissed Christianity goodbye, too. Look, I can go on and on. There's so many more. There's so many more people that just... They they find they need to unburden themselves to the world. Because they thought that, hey, you know, Christian people are gullible. I'm going to go be a superstar. In 2019... I'm I'm not even going to uh, I'm I'm done with this. This But this is what's happening. This is this is American Christianity. This 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 is it. This is the kind of people that that John Piper and his crew hire to tell other people about God. I've never been happier. I have no purpose. In this life only I have hope and only in myself. But Paul was wrong. I'm not pitiable. Look at me. I'm smiling. Who are you trying to convince, Mr. Maxwell, about your uh, joy and about your uh, joie de vivre, about your love of life? Eh? Are you trying to convince us? Or are you trying to convince yourself? That's another good question worth pondering. When these, again, I blame the skinny jeans. But when these people come out and insist on telling everyone that they're losing their religion and it doesn't bother them, or that they no longer believe in God, or that, you know, they're no longer a Christian and they've never been happier. Who are they trying to convince? Are they trying to convince you, or are they trying to convince themselves? Because if you're trying to convince me, Mr. Maxwell, don't waste your breath, don't bother. You're an apostate. One day you will be judged for your actions as I will be judged for mine. But the fact that you said you've never been so full of joy tells me that you've never been full of God. And with that, again, I apologize. I didn't take your questions. I promise next week, Gino, Gino's going to remind me The moment he gets into the (laughs) office, he will say, Mike, questions today, and I will acquiesce. However, thank you all for joining. Thank you for listening. Wish I had happier things to tell you, but here we are. God bless you. God keep
1: you. And Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Well, Matthew 10.33, whoever denies me before men, him will I deny before my Father which is in heaven. It's a serious thing to abandon your faith. And guess what? The devil, evil, wickedness. The devil is always behind destructive destruction. And I think more will come out with what, the, how, why these people did that. Some fall into sin and don't want to confess it. Some fall into homosexuality and other things and don't want to confess and admit admit those things. Some fall into adultery and and there's a lot of things behind someone going to the tremendous what I would call precipice of disaster of abandoning their walk and faith in God. It's scary, it's sad and it's destructive and it's it's you know, what church do they go to, what people are they around? What support system do they have? What checks and balances? What accountability? You know, our faith is the most precious thing we have. Our walk with the Lord is the most precious walk we'll ever have in this life. And we have to guard our heart with everything in us to not let the devil disarm us or discourage our faith. Our faith is precious and wonderful and beautiful. Thank you for listening to The Light of Truth radio broadcast thank you for listening to today's broadcast the light of truth with michael baldea if you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast please visit our website at handofhelp.com if you have questions about our ministry you can email us at handofhelp office at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910 God bless you.